Hello and welcome back to How About That Crypto, your home for regular crypto and Web3 news and updates with your host, Bitcoin Stylist. Today's news and updates are all about continued development in the crypto and Web3 space. The UK is going to get a crypto-friendly prime minister, or a matter of fact, they got a crypto-friendly prime minister. Fidelity offers Ethereum trading as of today. And Fidelity also announces that Bitcoin could be portfolio insurance. And the Tel Aviv Stock Exchange has gone crypto. What does all this mean? Not to worry, I'll explain it all. But first, please like, subscribe, comment. It supports me and make sure that this information gets circulated, which is important considering we're still in an uncertain regulatory landscape, which means that your politicians want to hear from you, your representatives want to hear from you, and Everybody needs to hear from you. So spread the word, spread this message, repost, and um, play your part and support the channel at the same time. And that goes for all of the content that you consume. Please make sure you engage with it, like, comment, subscribe, and follow. It makes sure this stuff gets around. I really appreciate it. And don't forget, this is not financial advice. Use the links below to do your own research. All right. Well, I hope you've been having a good week. <clears throat> Just another reminder to check out the interview I did a couple weeks ago. Google is censoring my ability to promote it, so please go check it out. Leave a comment, like the video. This will make sure it gets views, and, sh and please share it with others so that others can watch it. The interview is with Joe O'Rourke, and he co-founded multiple Web3 businesses. He had no technical experience and is a self-taught crypto business founder. He was selling adult diapers to nursing homes before he quit his job and pursued crypto full time. It's definitely worth checking out and um, it helps support me. But it, you know, and it also sticks it to Google for this ridiculous censoring for no le legitimate reason. It's just constant. Anything that has to do with crypto seems to be blocked. So, OK, let's jump into the news. There are some exciting stories here for crypto adoption. So I'm going to scare my share my screen. You can follow along with the links below. Or just listen up. All right. So author Caitlin Ostruff reports for the Wall Street Journal. Crypto investors see new UK Prime Minister Rishi Sunak as potential ally. So I'm just going to read a couple things from here and we'll talk about it. Proponents of cryptocurrencies such as Bitcoin think the UK's new prime minister could be the champion of digital assets they've been hoping for. In crypto circles, the UK has reputation as being a tough place to set up shop. The Financial Conduct Authority, which is the country's top financial regulator, has required that crypto asset firms register for approval to offer their services in the UK since 2020. So this is saying that the new prime minister... Um, is expecting to be friendly to digital assets, and uh, we'll get into why in a second. And it also says that the UK is a tough place to, to do business there, just like the US. Um, but the UK has since 2020 had some sort of registration process to for approval to offer services. All right, <clears throat> and Rishi Sunak has was formally appointed prime minister on uh on Tuesday. Let's see where was this written? Yeah, so on Tuesday was formally um brought in as prime minister. And it says where else where was I? Okay, as chancellor, Mr. Sunak asked the Royal Mint to create a non-fungible token. So in his previous role he asked the Royal Mint to create a non-fungible token. I actually reported on this that the UK Royal Mint was you know, going to give out NFTs 
and says um, that says that it's his ambition, the UK, to make UK a global hub for crypto assets. So that's basically the most important thing that you need to know about this. He has a history. He's he. So from what I understand, the Royal Mint never issued their NFTs. <clears throat> and uh, let's we can um, we can check the story. No. Okay, so yeah, they never. I'm pretty sure they never did. I think it might actually say that further down in another article that I was reading about him. Uh, but that is like the idea is the NFTs will be issued as form, kind of like a form of badge or reward for people that are in their public service. And it was just more of like a proof of concept and uh, using this new technology, getting the people at the Royal Mint to be able to understand how issuing this stuff works and working with the blockchain and the technology, smart contracts, etc. So this is all positive news. Uh, but we also thought that about Gary Gensler. Everyone said the same thing about Gary Gensler because he taught blockchain and money at NMIT, which all those all those lectures are online for free and there's a link in the description below um that's where i started so yeah if you read that you watch you listen to him you could see that he isn't necessarily a fan but it was just assumed that because he taught it and he knew about it then that would be good for the u.s markets and that was not the case so what do you think about this let me know leave a comment below and i am moving on some of the biggest news and in, in the media i feel like um, other than the, uh, I mean, the new prime minister is pretty big news because the last prime minister lasted, le didn't even last as long as a bottle of dish detergent. So anyway, that's pretty big news, but this is really, I think this is really big news. Author Stephen Kate reports for Cointelegraph, $4.5 trillion asset manager Fidelity offers ETH custody and trading to clients. According to an email reportedly sent to clients, Fidelity Digital Assets is offering institutional Ethereum capabilities for their clients starting next week. Okay, actually, that's not true. It's starting today. But I have a question because I was actually listening. Someone was talking about. Let's look it up right now. So I'm going to look up. I'm going to look up Fidelity. Fidelity ETH regulation. Mm, nope. Okay. Yeah, I had read somewhere that uh that they were getting some regulatory pressure. Oh yeah, it says new fidelity plan suggests Ether's not a security status. So what is another piece of big news that I'm not reporting on today is that the uh the CFTC uh said that they think Ethereum is a commodity along with Bitcoin, and they also said that they don't believe that the SEC agrees with them. So now there's a direct <laughs> fight between our regulators and who regulates Ethereum. So anyway, this is still a big deal because they raised like over $5 million or something like that in like a short period of time to launch this fund. And it is going to be set up for institutional clients. Uh, I just want to read this paragraph. According to an email Fidelity's customers shared on Twitter and confirmed to Telegraph by the firm, the crypto arm announced new institutional Ethereum capabilities for institutional investors. It said institutional investors, but also I got accredited investors, so people who are already rich, basically. It also says Fidelity has been a long supporter of cryptocurrencies such as Bitcoin, outlining in a past paper that their belief is that it is a superior form of money 
rather than just tech. Boom. Fidelity says it's a more serious, uh, a more superior form of money. What do you think about that? I think that that's awesome. Uh, so, so what's important here is that more and more people are getting access to be able to trade Ethereum without having to set up a Coinbase account. We want that. Well, I don't think Coinbase wants that, but the reason why that I believe that to be a positive thing is that if there are if there is institutional money, if there is uh, institutions that already have a ton of people's money in the their in their accounts, like hosted on with these financial institutions, when there's access to crypto and people want to get into crypto, they can. But right now, they'd have to set up another account, go through KYC and AML, and people don't want to do that. Mo many people do not like to have like setting up an account with financial institutions giving out their social security number, passport, ID information. So they just stick with the bank they have. And so the question is, once that once people have access to it within their same investing platform, are they going to buy it? Uh, so anyway, the Ethereum is specifically interesting because it transferred to proof of stake, which is less less energy intensive and doesn't require uh, those machines to run uh, run the proof of work mechanism. The proof of stake means that people put their money up and uh, they pull their money. And if they get selected, then they win a reward. But if they if they try to be a bad actor and then uh, they'll lose the money that they stake. So it's like a way to punish bad actors, you know, and the system will catch them. And um, anyway, so this is not a video about proof of stake versus proof of work. There's plenty of videos uh, like that that I've done. And so go back and check those out. So what we've done is we've moved to from a proof of work, proof of stake, meaning ESG stuff, like people who want their portfolio to be environmentally friendly now can put, put their money in ETH. And ETH and putting your money in ETH and staking it gives you a yield. And in considering the, cert the current investing environment, the speculation is that institutional investors are want the access to that yield of Ethereum, and you have a potential for capital upside. Of course, you have a potential for capital downside. So you could lose your money if you put it in ETH, but you'll still be getting a return. <laughs> anyway, uh, so I'm going to, that's kind of like a segue into the next story. Uh, so let's jump right in. Uh, okay. So author Kevin Helms reports for Bitcoin.com. Fidelity discusses Bitcoin as portfolio insurance could still could soon stand in stark contrast to path fiat currencies take. So I think that that's really important. I'm just going to read this piece here. Fidelity Digital Assets, a subsidiary of Fidelity Investments, says the Bitcoin could be considered portfolio insurance. The firm notes that the cryptocurrency may soon stand in stark contrast to the path that the rest of the world and fiat currencies may take, namely the path of increased supply, additional currency creation, and central bank balance sheet expansion, a.k.a. cryptocurrency is not going to go the path of your cash that's in your wallet because there's no central bankers to debase it and take away its value by increasing the money supply. Uh, all right, so I'm going to go down a couple, drop down a couple paragraphs here. Okay. In addition, more monetary debasement may need to be to alleviate the high debt load among developed economies. So what that's saying is uh, 
basically they expect the central banks to continue to print money uh, because uh, there's they have too much debt. They can't raise the rates because then they'll have to borrow money at a high rate to pay their debt, and then that just is gonna can get out of hand very very fast. It can get out of hand. Okay, so it continues on. Recent events in the United Kingdom have shown counterparty and liability risks in the system, making monetary intervention and doses of liquidity features that are not likely to go away anytime soon. So this is saying the UK, what happened in the UK with uh, the Prime Minister Truce or Trust? She she uh, started spending and doing tax cuts and you know spending more money and t- cutting taxes is moving the opposite direction of shoring up uh, inflation and the financial system. Right now, the move is banks are pulling in, pulling in their the money and they're raising the rates and making things more expensive to try to reduce demand so that inflation gets under control. But what what the prime minister did is she went the opposite direction and the the market said i don't think so and the pound plummeted so that's a bad thing uh we don't want to see stuff like that and they're basically saying that making monetary intervention and doses of liquidity features that are not likely to go away anytime soon so what they're saying here is that basically the central bank's going to intervene and they're going to print more money and they're going to lower rates that's what how i read it uh okay comparatively bitcoin remains one of the few assets that does not correspond to another person's liability has no counterparty risk and has supply chain a supply schedule that cannot be changed therefore oh sorry um Okay, while the U.S. dollar remains very strong relative to other fiat currencies, the reality of the U.S. financial system and that it is in a similar position as the U.K. in the long run. So basically, we're, we could go the direction of the U.K. where the dollar can be impacted by the moves of politicians very easily because the market will eventually say, enough spending already, no more spending already. So... That's how I'm reading this. Do you disagree with that? I can't see any other interpretation uh, is that the market is going to determine whether or not a country can do tax cuts and increase spending and stuff, you know, so it could just be because we're in an inflationary environment or yeah, an inflationary environment. And then once once the Fed eases up and starts printing more money, I don't know, like if they don't quell inflation. So maybe we have to quell inflation first. And then the market will allow um, allow public policy and fiscal policy that increases uh, debt. I don't know. This whole thing is a nightmare, and it's looking pretty bad to me. Okay, with the high jet debt to GDP ratio, it is unlikely to be equipped to handle higher in- real interest rates for sustained periods of time if the country aims to fulfill its current debt obligations. So. What I'm reading here is like my big concern for uh, the future of the financial system and also like my money in general. Uh, What do you think? What is this? this, I mean, I interpret this as uh, things can't keep going the way they've been going and governments are kind of going to put in be put in check by the market. And the only real like safe place for your money is in Bitcoin and crypto. That's how I read it. Uh, Gold, maybe. 
uh, commodities like oil. Uh, you know, no one believes that right now because the U.S. dollar is so strong. But this fidelity is saying that they don't think that that's going to go on forever. So what do you think? Let me know. Leave a comment below. And I'm moving on to our last story of the day. This is a really cool story. Um, Where am I? Okay. Uh, author Anu, Anush Samal reports for Bitcoinist Tel Aviv Stock Exchange to create its own crypto platform. All right. So I'm going to read a couple of things here. So Tel Aviv is in Israel. And let's see here. Uh, the Tel Aviv Stock Exchange has recently mentioned its plans to create a crypto platform. It also mentioned that it would be reshaping the ownership structure of the crypto or blockchain based platform the idea behind launching the platform is in, is to implement a strategy to create more opportunities for crypto trading in order to level with international standards so i'm reading this i'm thinking okay tel aviv stock exchange is getting into crypto and they want it says order with level order to level with international standards i'm just assuming that this is going to be some sort of compliance so that it can interact with the current financial system. So it looks like the current financial system is trying to bring crypto in in certain some cases, you know, there's fighting in others. All right, let's move down here. Uh, this Tel Aviv Stock Exchange will promote the implementation of innovation technologies, including digital ledger technology, tokenizing of various classes of digital assets and smart contracts. The Tel Aviv Stock Exchange intends to examine multiple potential action plans, including conversion of existing infrastructure to innovative technologies, deployment of innovative technologies into specialized platforms, offering a basket of services and products with digital assets, and more. And then I got another one. Next five years, a critical window for of opportunity for the Tel Aviv Stock Exchange to play an active role in the technological revolution of the global capital markets. The plan anticipates the need of the market and takes the development and management of innovative services and product products to the next level. We will not only partake in the change, but aim to spearhead it. We will leverage our home court advantage in Israel to adopt and develop fintech and position Tel Aviv Stock Exchange as a hub of services and products. I don't know how you read this and what that sounds like to you, but to me, it sounds like they're like, I want in. <laughs> I don't want to be left out. I want to be part of this. I actually want to spearhead it. I want to get in the, ahead of this race. So hopefully we see more and more stuff like this happening. Uh, you know, the UK getting in would be awesome. Getting some clarity in this country would be awesome. And seeing more countries, at, especially smaller countries, start to take to crypto. You know, it's just a matter of time, I think, until a country buys Bitcoin for their reserve asset. I don't know when that'll happen, but I think it's a matter of when, not if. So tell me what you think. Leave a comment below. I'd love to hear from you. What do you think about these stories? I think this is all exciting and bullish stuff. And I love the fact that Fidelity, which is a mega, mega financial house, is saying that crypto is a superior form of money uh, because of its inability to be debased. Now they're sounding like some Bitcoin maxis. They're sounding like they drank the Kool-Aid. Oh, my gosh. Uh, so anyway, tell me what you think. Let me know. Leave a comment below. Have a good day. Hot along.